face was going to burn off. It was so hot. It was just unbelievable. You thought your face was going to burn off. I'm glad it didn't. Oh, that would be awful. And go Dodgers. Woo-hoo. A feature on the CBS Early Show today. They're featuring Dodgers ball girls, which, what are you? You're the person that runs over and gets a, the foul ball? Yeah, and or you stand uh, on the uh, foul side of the foul line, and if a ball comes rolling over their foul, you pick it up and take it off the field. But these particular Dodger ball girls, trying to relate to the World Series, uh, were at the horrifying concert in Las Vegas. So they survived the Vegas attack, and now are ball girls in the World Series. So that's the tie-in, I guess. Were they already ball girls, or did they get that because they'd been through the horrors? Do I even want to know the answer? Yeah. I was assuming they already were ball girls, but maybe they hired them because of it. And how about ball women, Jack Weinstein? They call them ball girls on the CBS Early Show, which is left of me. (laughs) Interesting. So a couple updates on the Vegas, the horrifying Vegas shooter story. Um... They This just came down. They just arrested his brother on child porn charges. Now, was it the brother who was doing all those interviews about, I didn't think he had any guns, which he was, proved he was completely useless as a source of anything? Or is this a different brother, Bruce Paddock? I believe it's a different one. I still haven't been able to find the I original say the name. the other one was David, but I could I think be wrong. you're right. This this Because this guy was living... They, they arrested him in North Hollywood, California at an assisted living home. That's not the same dude. Right, yeah, because the other guy was local, yeah, more he local. He was living the that, yeah. I think he was one of the uh, living in Mesquite, where his brother was, wasn't he? I thought he um, lived in Florida. There you go. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm talking hmm. about. Well, no, I could be wrong. I might be thinking of something else. But here's the interesting point. So, because you might your mind light leap to the whole. Okay, so was his brother into child porn, and it somehow relates to the shooting, and I don't know. Uh, but they, uh, the FBI, was uh, onto this guy before his brother shot up the uh, concert. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine being the agent who's on that case? Oh, that'd be mind-blowing, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'd found child porn on his computer and got a search warrant. The investigation began before his brother, Stephen, shot up the Vegas Music Festival earlier this month. So. And I get the sense that it was somehow tied to... The Vegas shooting investigation in which they found where this guy was. Yeah, and they, they didn't know where he was. To... They were looking yeah. for him. Oh. They had to, they they probably put a whole bunch more manpower on it mm-hmm. when his brother shot this up trying to figure that out, and they mm-hmm. found the guy. Right. The other Vegas story today is the timeline is now changed to something that makes sense. They're now saying that they believe that old uh, Campos, the, the, the security guard, knocked on the door after scumbags started shooting people at the concert. And the guy turned and shot his 200 rounds at Campos and then went back to shooting the concert based on listening to a lot of the audio and figuring this all out, military experts and FBI analysts and all this different stuff. That makes way more sense, of course. I watched the the New York Times did a painstaking uh, pasting together based on timestamps of, I can't remember, a couple of dozen different videos that exist of um, what happened, they actually went to the trouble of matching gunshots so they could sync the different layers of video so they were sure they had it in a time-accurate uh, sequence. And I watched it yesterday, and it was it was, it was was horrible. Um, and it, not that it was graphic. Um, it was graphic enough, but it was horrible because there were 10 different sprayings of the crowd and or the cops attempting to kill people 
long periods of gunfire in which people were being gunned down. Or, you know, thank God, miss, there were misses, too. But God, most um, of them probably had no idea it was coming from her. For maybe, a long period of time. Or maybe even knew that it was happening until you got hit. I mean, it was it had been loud. It had been chaotic. The initial one. But after after the initial one or two, when the music stopped and the lights went on, there would be like a minute and a quarter while he was shooting, you know, 50 rounds at Campos in the hallway. And then he'd unleash unleash another couple of hundred rounds at the crowd, and then he'd shoot into the hallway some more. And there were ten different um, uh, sequences of fire um, at the innocent human beings um, over the course of like 15 minutes. Which is an eternity in a situation like that. And people didn't know where to go. They didn't know where to run. They started to run toward where the shooter was, and the cops figured it out, and they sent him away. And then the guy started targeting the cops. Um, and then when he was engaged with the people in the hallway, that enabled a lot of other people to escape. And it goes through it. And I think unless you look at a bunch of different articles, you can the paywall will not be an issue uh, we tweeted that. Uh, Anton, can you can you go to the Twitter feed, or uh, I can send it to you, and we can post it at armstrongandgettyradio.com. It's extremely sobering. It just, if you have an ounce of compassion, you just you find yourself immersed in in the fear and the horror of it again. So Campos, but it's intellectually, like investigatorily, it's really revealing. So Campos, who went on Ellen. Um, um, at the behest of his union. Absolutely saved lives, though. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And Yeah, right. By interrupting yeah. him. And the, as many bullets as he was firing off, if he interrupted him for 30 seconds, that could be however many hundred bullets. And there were multiple occasions where uh, the murderous coward was shooting into the hallway to dissuade Campos and the building engineer and, and cops from coming anywhere near. So he would kind of like slaughter innocents, then like squeeze off a bunch of rounds into the hallway, then go back to trying to kill innocent people and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, yeah, it was terrible. But, the you know, a lot of the stuff has been cleared up from the fog of war. I mean, as soon as there were reports of shots fired, there were cops inside the casino that commenced trying to figure out where it was coming from and the rest of it and because uh, they didn't know. It's It's a horror that it took as long as it did. Um, but as soon as the heat was anywhere near, the guy offed himself, yeah, proving is... once more. And listen, it's easy for me to say from the comfort of a, a chair in a radio studio. Um, but it proves once again the necessity to engage immediately. Mm-hmm. Engage immediately. Get the shooter's attention, and all of a sudden the innocent people can can flee or whatever. And they almost always have a plan to kill themselves. So at the first resistance, they might kill themselves. Yeah, that's true. Often. Yeah. Now, it's dangerous as hell for the cops. God bless you guys. And we know it. But, you know, I think everybody agrees now. That's the thing to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you could. Well, the, 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 the sheriff said at one point, I don't know if he still believes this because a lot of the info has changed, but he believed that uh, the engagement may have saved a thousand lives. It's possible. Certainly hundreds. Certainly dozens without a question. Oh, yeah. 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 Which is, you know, no, no small thing. God, it was so chilling, though. Because during the music, there were some individual shots that a number of people noticed, and the crowd got restless, and some people started heading for the exits, but they were individual rounds fired off. And they're not sure if he was testing trajectories and stuff mm. like that, um, which I've actually done trying to 
hone in a scope on a rifle, trying to make sure if it's it's you know properly calibrated. Um, the idea that he was doing that and you could hear the test shots, knowing what's to come, it was just sickening. It was it was really really interesting, but kind of hard to watch. The other theory is it might not have been that. It might have been when he was trying to shoot the uh, the uh, fuel tanks at the airport to get them to explode. But hearing those shots and seeing like ten percent of the audience say there's something very very wrong here and start to head for the exits, but the ninety percent being completely unaware. Mm-hmm. That was just it was it was sad. And uh, we still don't know what his plan was. Was his whole plan to try to blow up those tanks? Did he just think of it then? Had he done any research on it? Because a number of people have said that that's impossible. Yeah. Um, why did he have explosives in his truck? What was what was the what was the whole plan? We we I wonder if we'll ever know. And and still, listen, I uh, we don't we don't glorify these guys. We don't like read their list of gripes, et cetera, et cetera, because it just causes more to come and, and do it. Mental health professionals are unanimous. That if you make anti-heroes of these people or read all their gripes, the next guy wants their gripes read too. But I will tell you this. It is so strange that there's just nothing like a uh, a motivation. Yeah, even a crazy nothing, Right. Inexplicable, stupid, psychotic, anything. Why would you shoot all those people because you hate your ex-wife? We don't even have that. Right, right. And I wonder if we ever will. Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing it's about a coin flip. I don't know. Maybe they find something eventually, but I'm guessing not. Again, and as Tim, the lawyer, put it so eloquently, you're not going to get any "quote unquote" answers that will satisfy your soul ever out of the shooter. If you want answers, if you want wisdom, if you want something that'll get you through the night, look at all the the heroism and bravery and generosity and decency. Um, that that happened in the wake of that. What what a holes motivations were will never bring any satisfaction. Oh, speaking of uh, kindness and generosity, we have time. Uh, I'll make this super super short. I just thought it was really cool. Big giant concert, AT and T Park, where the Giants play. The sucky sucky Giants. Um, November the ninth, featuring Metallica, G Easy, who's a rapper, I guess from. Uh, the Bay Area. Uh, Dave Matthews and others band together Bay Area, raising millions of dollars for North Bay fire victims. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Everybody came together. Uh, there's uh, one of the people involved said, I walked in. There's Larry Bear, the Giants president and CEO. Mark Benioff, who's the Salesforce chairman CEO. Uh, the, C- the CFO of Twitter. Um, the Kaiser Permanente people were there. The Google. Both the competing entertainment Concert promoters, Planet Entertainment, Live Nation. They're all there and said anything you need, anything at all. The greed heads who sell you tickets are even donating the processing fees. Wow. Yeah, please. So, yeah, I know. It's like a dog getting up on his hind legs and, and reciting the Gettysburg Address. It's about that surprising. Speaking of dogs. Coming up, be afraid, be very afraid. They now have robot dogs capable of forming emotional bonds. Part of the artificial intelligence movement that is going to change the world drastically. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
really into this whole artificial intelligence thing, even though I think it might destroy mankind uh, in a number of ways. Oh yeah, we got a great email. I'll try to dig that up when you're while you're talking about it. But some of it's awe-inspiring, and some of it is freaky. Well, and all you need it doesn't matter who has any great awe-inspiring uses for artificial intelligence. The people <laughs> that are going to do the nasty stuff with it are going to destroy the world and all of mankind. Oh, that you know what that reminds me. I'm sorry, I meant to mention it last segment. You talked about the shooter's brother with child porn and all. I was reminded of the story. Uh, there have been a couple of stories lately that the Russians, especially, and 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 uh, the North Koreans, and presumably our guys, can put anything on your computer they want. You'll never know it was there. They cover their tracks. All of a sudden, you've got child porn on your computer. Wow, that I just—it's so chilling. It really is. Yeah, anyway. I sure hope we are doing that sort of thing. You hope we're putting child porn on people's computers? Well, have the abilities to do... Uh, we have the same capabilities right, that all the right. other... Absolutely, yeah. So, a lot of what artificial intelligence is about is just Moore's Law, is that computer powering doubles every 18 months, and eventually you end up with computers that are that, that, that are as powerful as, as human brains. And that has been unthinkable since the beginning of the computer. Even your super smart computers weren't even close to like a three-year-old mm-hmm. in terms of abilities. Right. Well, in the near future, and it depends on who you ask, whether it's 2020 or 2050 or whatever, computers are going to far surpass the, the abilities of the human brain. And, uh, and, then, and then, then what happens? Does, the, 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 can it reason? Can it, you know, what, does it, what do they start trying to do? Can it get angry? Do they start building each other and then deciding that we don't need humans for some reason? You know, who knows what it does? Um, but uh, start down that road, robots... Robot dogs capable of forming emotional bonds now exist in Japan. Japan is bringing all this stuff to us. Why? Because they don't get married and have kids, so they need robot companions, I guess. And this is a first start toward having people, or it's probably going to be sex dolls, because it's always porn. It's always it's either porn or the military. Every, everything <laughs> that's invented is used for sex or killing people. Right. Ironic. Making people or killing people? Yeah. Well, I don't know about making people. Well, is it the sex? Making whoopee. <laughs> right. Um, so they're rolling hey, out. watch your language. They've got these <laughs> new robot dogs capable of real Fido-like feelings, including bonding with human masters and responding to owner commands, picking up on your cues, uh, reacting to you to the way dogs react to your emotions, hmm. uh, forming a bond with you as opposed to someone else. You know, all the things we like about a dog. Oh, if you buy a robot dog and it bonds with your neighbor, that's got to be the most depressing thing, right? <laughs> yeah, throw it in a tub. <laughs> throw it in a tub of water. Take that! Wow. Did you to not bond with me? Wow, that's robot animal abuse. See, that sounded dark, but yes, already sick. we're already into weirdness, right? It's <laughs> yeah. a freaking computer. Right. Do, <laughs> do whatever you want. Chop it in half with an axe. You didn't do anything bad. Right. It's if, a computer. If I did that to a guitar, you might think I was crazy, but you wouldn't think, oh my God, the poor guitar. But I had that impulse when you said that. I had that Throw impulse. Throw it in yeah. a tub. It'll be electric. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's weird, isn't it? So uh, so the next step is you do it with dogs. The next step is these sex dolls that form human emotions and react to your emotions. and Read your in, cues. Yeah. Fall in love with you or do whatever. Wear French-made outfits. <laughs> well, <laughs> any, uh, yes, please. Any, uh, any scientist who studies the behaviors of any beast can readily identify, you know, when a dog is angry, when it's submissive, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you can do the same thing with people. So, yeah, it's not, 
you can even adult like myself, I can picture how you would program it to respond to your your visual, your verbal cues, your tone of voice. You could have like 15 different tone of voice settings that would trigger, you know, various protocols. So if you You have a if I'm talking like this, all of a sudden. The sex doll think, all right, here we go. Don't do that. Do you do that? Does your wife respond to that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And if you're listening, honey, don't roll your eyes like that. They could get stuck. um, So if I have a robot butler and it can read my emotions and it senses I'm not pleased with it, this thing doesn't do that good a job of stacking the dishes that broke a cup. It can tell I'm mad. Does it kill me in my sleep? or? Because I might replace him? That's right. Yeah, I was thinking, it'll try to do better. No, it won't. It's, it saw your Amazon search history. Of, yeah. Uh, Butler bought 5,000. Exactly, and says he's going to replace He's going to replace me. No matter how, we'll see about that. No, reet, reet, reet. no matter how smart they get, they'll still talk like <laughs> That's that. That's right. And uh, it'll kill me in my sleep. Yeah. With his little robot hands. Wow. God, you know, I don't, I don't need a, a robotic dog, but a butler would be nice. There's stuff at the other end of the house. I forgot it. I'm, do me a favor. Go get my charger, would you? <laughs> now we're back to the dog. Um, that would be nice. On one hand, that's true. Doing on the, the dishes. On the other free hand. Free me up to do important stuff like. Like surf the internet. Because that's the point I was going to get to. We're, we've already been talking a lot about in the modern world, we just we spend all our free time doing crap. And we're addicted to things that are no good for our brains. More free time. From robots that now can fold and put away our laundry and do our dishes? Is that, are we going to do that? Anything? Yeah, I'll go down and I'll serve soup at the homeless shelter. Or I'll just surf the internet more. Right. Or watch more TV. Yeah. Finally uh, work on that book. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Get my novel finished. Yeah, fabulous. <laughs> so we got this note from uh, Eric not too long ago. Um, I don't know the name. I don't know the game Go. I understand it's a strategy game's fairly yes. well known around the world, really. But yeah, uh, very very popular in a lot of Asian countries, and it's. Uh, I assume you're going to be talking about the AI versions of it, right? Exactly. So, um, Google's AlphaGo Zero artificial intelligence program is demolishing top Go players, and did so not by studying games, but by learning it from scratch. All they gave it was the game's simple rules and had it play. Wow. And it's been a while that people were beating it very often early on. Mm. It quickly discovered known common tactics, then innovated new ones that have astonished even the top grandmasters of the game. To summarize, writes Eric, sufficiently advanced AI looked at strategies refined by humans for over 2,000 years and said, you're doing it wrong. Um, what will happen when this is used on real-world problems? Will it look at transportation and say, those gas-powered ox carts you drive are pretty dumb. Here's a fusion-powered hamster ball. Will it look at <laughs> that house? That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you sit in the chair, and, and fusion makes you roll around. It's glass, so you can see all over the place. It can go anywhere doing it. Right. Um, will it, uh, Eric, I like you, dude. you got to write uh, more. Will it look at housing and decide the roofs are better when made from cheese? <laughs> well, hard to imagine why that would be, but I appreciate your imagination. Weird and Wonderful breakthroughs are coming. This is only the beginning of the beginning. KBCTTACOH, keep being consigned to the ass cheeks of history. That's Eric in Oakland. The thing I don't get with the the the, the scary stuff with the artificial intelligence is there's we human nature is the problem with humans. 
Some people are, are, are evil. Is it possible to have an evil computer? Is there any reason a computer would ever want to do bad things just for the sake of doing bad things, like the scumbag who shot those people? Is there any reason that artificial intelligence would do that? No. Well, no, I don't think so. The, see, if you ever watched science fiction, you'd be familiar with this if you weren't such an anti-sci-fi yeah, racist. It's, it's dumb. Science fiction may not be a race, but you don't have to have a race to be called a racist anymore. It can be anything. So I'm calling you a racist. But uh, the conundrum always uh, put forth is if at any time the survival of the artificial intelligence runs up against the, uh, against the interests of humans. That's when it, it turns ruthless. But the, the, I don't see why a co- artificial intelligence would have the survival thing either because they don't need to procreate. That which is what drives us. That's what that that's what would make me kill you for the last bit of food so that I can raise my family. Computers don't have that, right? Although the uh, people it, you want to, I realize that's that's you're explaining why you would not want to be killed on an anthropological level. Um, it, it, it's I get what you're saying. Although I think any being wants to stay alive. Uh, even a, to uh, continue exi- like it assumes some sort of knowledge of existence like i am here i am turned off and if the the computers realize quote unquote the computers realize the only people that can actually turn us off are the humans yeah i'm not but sure would it care i'm not sure a computer would care uh, if that's it a really it intriguing question maybe it, it, it has no unless it develops emotional responses unless it it begins to enjoy Existing. Unless we start programming computers to develop emotional connections to humans and then they learn to think like us. But don't worry, we're not doing that with dogs and sex <laughs> right, robots or anything. We'll right. be fine. Yeah, I suppose that'd be the only thing is if they picked up our strategy, uh-huh. not understanding why, but they just pick up our strategy of trying to stay alive. Because um, that's what I've always been co- confused by. I don't see why computers would have the uh, need to do anything evil or care if they disappeared. Unplug me for a thousand years. I don't care. Uh, anybody who's uh, hip to this sort of stuff, Eric from Oakland, uh, any thoughts? You can always email us at Armstrong and Getty at yahoo.com. It's Armstrong and Getty. Spell it out at yahoo.com or text us 415-295-KFTC. And going back to the game Go, which is now the new thing that they're, as opposed to chess pitting people versus AI, the, the, the saying is that Go is as, as far more complex than chess is than chess is the checkers. So it's just huh. one more step up in terms of the number of possibilities and outcomes and et cetera, et cetera, in, in terms of that. We need to wrap this up, but I will tell you this. All they did was give this uh, AI the basic rules of the game, and it played It's like a two-player game. It played against itself. Um, every time it won, it updated its own system what worked and it played itself millions of times it took it three days to get to the point that it beat the 18-time world champion uh 100 games to nothing and computer power doubles every 18 months so what the computer in 15 years how fast it would have learned something like that is frightening. Yeah. i don't know if that law still applies does that law still apply or is that the wisdom of the 90s i don't even know as far as i know it seems speed, like computer it would, speed. Yeah, it would only be a shorter yeah. time frame. Yeah, which is, yeah. Um, I'll look that up. Moore's Law, is that still around? Uh, what's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, brace yourselves, my friends, for a fierce debate on tax cuts. All sides digging in. 
and California drivers are just days away from a big jump in gas prices. And Amazon moving a lot closer to their customers. Wait till you hear this. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Oh, yeah. I think I know the story you're going to do, Amazon. Brace yourselves, folks. Oh, yeah. Wow. A big jump in gas prices. What? Yep. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. A term coined in the mid-60s was the idea that computing speed doubles every 18 months to two years. He just kind of threw that off the top of his head, but it has remained more or less true for half a century that computing speed continues to double. At many times throughout the process, they've thought this is no longer true, Right, reached a plateau, then somebody comes up with something new. Well, well, yeah, that's a, that was my point. It's so incredibly zoomy now. You can't yeah. tell me they're still doing that. As recently as this summer, it was declared dead again, and IBM announced just a couple of weeks ago, I'm glad I looked into this, yeah. that they think they've come up with a thinner, um, uh, not as hot computer chip, because that's a problem now. It's getting so fast they don't know what to do with the heat, right. that they can once again, they're going to be able to double it again. So once again, perhaps it's been declared dead, yet somebody's about to make it happen. The heat, my God, the heat. They poured it on Los Angeles for the World Series. But if it continues, yeah, where are we going to be in terms of this stuff? I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm anti-artificial intelligence. I don't think wow. good things will come out of this. Listen to the Luddite <laughs> wanting to turn back human progress. Yeah. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the stage is being set for a fierce debate on tax reform in the coming weeks. Tax reform, top priority of President Trump and congressional Republicans. you got Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell saying Republicans really believe tax reform will be a winner for the middle class. It's clear that we're united in an effort to take more money out of Washington's pockets and put it more in middle class pockets. Well, Senate Democratic leader... I wish I thought you cared about that at all. I mean, you lion, I wish I thought that, that turtle. I wish I thought that you ever sit around with friends and think <laughs> we can't keep spending like this. It's going to destroy the country. What wish, can we do? I wish you ever thought that. Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer, though, scoffing at Republican claims about the middle class benefiting. Silently to himself. Ooh. Basically, he's just saying, no, 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 these uh, changes are going to do nothing but uh, give breaks to the wealthy in this country, the wealthy and corporations. I swear, Chuck Su- Schumer sucks the life and joy out of humanity. <laughs> he's he's like a, a, a will-to-live sponge. He's like Harry Reid was. He lowers the overall level of joy on Earth by his mere existence. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a claim. And Democrats are also lining up arguing that the Republican tax plans would explode federal deficits. Oh, all of a sudden you care, you lying hypocrite scum. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, Marshall. One of California Governor Jerry Brown's massive public works projects may be finished. <laughs> In the words of Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Nelson Muntz. Indeed. Bart Simpson and several other voices. Yes. Ralph Wiggum, who is turning 59 or 60 today. Happy birthday, Nancy. Perhaps you should tell your Bart Simpson story. Oh, good idea. Next segment. All right. Department of the Interior says the Trump administration is not going to be supporting California's $16 billion Twin Tunnels water project, reversing the Obama administration's backing for the initiative, but the crony train continues chugging right along. Meanwhile, California's new gas tax hike is going to be going into effect one week from today, November 1st. Most drivers are going to see the price of gas go up by 12 cents a gallon with the increase aimed at funding the 
Fix It First project. Sure, yeah, we need we need money for the roads. Is is why? What happened to the trillions of dollars you've collected for the roads in the last decade? Well, uh, we need more money. All the different taxes that were in yep. theory going to fix our infrastructure and our roads that right. have been passed over the years. Where did that money go? It all went to the greater good. You know that. Went to their cronies. The world's largest... 12 cents a gallon at once. That's a hell of a leap. Yeah. The world's largest online retailer moving even closer to its customers. Amazon unveiling a new shopping service that will let customers get packages inside their homes even when they're out. It's being called Amazon Key, and CNET reports Amazon Key marks the biggest push by any company to spur in-home delivery. When they say in-home delivery, they mean in-home delivery. They get to come in your house yes. when you're out there? Yes. It's going to launch next month in 37 uh, different uh, major cities. Amazon Key will work with the voice assistant Alexa, the company's new cloud cam security camera, a smart door lock, and a new key app. So you could uh, you could be at work. You ordered something, and uh, they're going to deliver it. Put it inside your house, right? Initial yeah. and the recently paroled uh, paroled junkie <laughs> who shows you up to your house with the package can say abracadabra, and your front door opens. He drops off the package. It's all on videotape. Then he pulls your door closed and it locks again to avoid the uh, porch pirates. He doesn't take your TV or go and. Work it into your uh, panty drawer or any of those things. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but he lets you know if you're running low on eggs, which is very nice. <laughs> right. Initial setup's going to cost around 250 bucks. So for 250 bucks, and if you're a prime customer, you can get this set up here in the next month or so. Well, I don't live in a place where I get stuff ripped off my porch, as far as I know, um, because we don't allow crime where I live. But um, I could see the appeal of this if, if it's a serious problem. Oh, sure. Uh, we've stopped doing same-day delivery because the the sketchy Amazon drivers. Really? So I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have to do something about that and pay more or whatever, come up with uniforms. Because, oh, yeah, the rando in a beater car, you don't know who he is. There's no, there's no signage. They don't there's have no, a delivery truck or something? No. You just show up in your $400 oh, car. It's like Uber. It's oh. guys who agree to deliver packages. Okay. Yeah, and it's and because I don't think it pays a lot, it, it's, it's often really sketchy-looking characters that are at your house Walking up to your door, your gate, or whatever. You don't know why they're there. Oh, right. he's got a back box from Amazon. And we've never had anything bad happen. In fact, right. we've had all good things happen. Right. But we just decided we don't want to do that. So if you wanted to case out houses, you could get an Amazon box and put it under your arm and walk up and peer in people's windows to see if anybody's home. Certainly could. Whoa. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Now, worth mentioning, we've never had one bad experience with hundreds of packages. Okay. Not one. But, uh, you know. How often do I need something same day, really? Have you checked your panty drawer? <laughs> I have not. Well, I'm not letting anybody in my house. Ah. That's another step that I'm not going to take. God, you got to date somebody for a long time before you give them a key to your house. And then, uh, so you just Amazon, just, ah, whoever, whoever, whoever you hire, what, just let them, let them come on in. Send over whatever <laughs> rando you got. <laughs> oh, they got a videotape. All right, great. Super. So it's the birthday of the voice of Bart Simpson and Joe's fantastic Bart Simpson story, yes. which has amused me for years. <laughs> Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
When asked if he was running for Senate in 2018, Kid Rock said, and this is a quote, no. That's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that kind of language can only mean one thing. He's running for president. Yeah. Funny. He is. Funny point. Yeah, I wore my Kid Rock for Senate t-shirt yesterday, and coincidentally, the day he announced he's not running for Senate. So there you go. Yeah, you know, somebody uh, floated the idea of Jeff Flake running. Um, he does for have president? a book out, and he's he was really going on all the shows trying to get a lot of attention for his new book about being a nice Republican. And Somebody mm-hmm. asked him about that. Do you want to hear the uh, his response? How long is it? Uh, 20 seconds. Yeah, that'll do, sure. Are you considering running for president in the future? Uh, that is not on my radar screen. That's a long way off. Well, I mean, 2020 I'm, I'm is actually not that long off. I, I mean, I have it, has it crossed long your mind? It's long enough, baby. Drop I'm, I'm it. focused on my, my work in the Senate. I've got another good 14 months. It hasn't crossed your mind? <laughs> I, I haven't entertained that thought for very long. No. Well, I haven't entertained that thought for very long. That means that's yes. Some, that's sure. some dodging there. That yeah, means yeah, looking at how much money he can raise. Because if you yeah. ask me, I'd say no. No, no, I haven't. Not a bit. And his first response is, it's a long way off. I'm focused on my job in right. the Senate. Yeah, please. Um, uh, so uh, happy birthday to Nancy Cartwright, who is the voice of Bart Simpson and several other characters on the <laughs> Simpsons, including Nelson Muntz, obviously. The bully. Who's one of who's the great this? complex characters he's, in TV history. He's got really. a tough home life. He really does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's expressing his pain mm-hmm. uh, through his, his bullying and, and ah-haing. Uh, do we have... <laughs> so, surely we can come up with tape of Bart Effing Simpson here. Bart people. Simpson, a little boy. You know, all our clips are Homer, Homer, Homer. The little 10-year-old boy. But the, the internet is I, a I thing. know, but they control the <gasps> clips carefully. Oh, do they? But that's yeah, true. They it do. is hard to get Simpson stuff. Yeah, okay. It All is right, pretty hard. enough. Uh, so anyway, Nancy Cartwright, uh, happy birthday. Uh, uh, that's my dream job. I often tell people I have my dream job. I'm lying. My dream job is doing uh, voice acting, but eh, that would take, you know, like effort. I'm not sure to be that fulfilling, but maybe it would. Uh, it pays real well. Hey, what are you looking at? They write you a check. You go home. Sounds great to me. All right. See you on the golf course. <laughs> then you go back the next day. I can't believe you're still looking at that. <laughs> and then you go home and then, yeah. Some um, low effort is what you're looking for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, no, but so anyway, uh, the, the Simpsons, the first season that came on, you remember it was a big cultural phenomenon. Um, it was almost exactly like my first year in radio, uh, doing it for a living. And uh, I was working for a little radio station in central Illinois. Gladys, if you'd be so kind. It was uh, the year of our Lord, 1989. And Bart LBJ was... was president. <laughs> <laughs> Murderer's Row had powered the Yankees to the fourth World Series in a row. <laughs> and Bart Simpson was the star of the show in the early years. Right, before he was Homer definitely the focus, and, and he was controversial. But So there I am, I'm the production director, which means I was in charge of recording all the commercials or helping other people record all the commercials. And all, all these clients wanted Bart Simpson, a Bart Simpson voice in their commercial. And I can do a lot of voices on The Simpsons pretty well if I practiced. And and I think I could replace a couple of people who do some of the voices. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. Just like Ted Cruz. But I, exactly, <laughs> a, another just crazy, talented mime. Uh, mimic, not mime. Um but I cannot do Bart Simpson. My throat's just not right. Can't do him at all. And the <laughs> fact that Nancy Cartwright is a woman tells you something about how you do his voice. But all these clients wanted Bart Simpson voices. So I would go, 
Hey, I'm Bart Simpson, and uh, when I'm looking for a deal, I don't have a cow. I go to Macoupin County Ford. Right. And uh, and the clients would be, oh, that's great. That's great. And so I became like this in-demand guy to do Bart Simpson's voice. It sounded nothing like Bart Simpson. But it kept me in a job for a year. Yeah, d- eat my shorts. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, boy. Let's hear our guest announcer for the day. And the internet votes have finally been tabulated. Armstrong and Getty now present Final Thoughts McBody McBot's face? I could do Wiggum. I could do Moe. If I worked at it, made it my thing. Your Moe is very strong. Lionel Hutz, that sort of thing, but not Bart. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Lionel Hutz. Oh, that brings back memories. Poor Phil Hartman. Let's get a final thought now from Michelangelo. Michael. Uh, no time today, but it wouldn't have been funny anyway, so... Wow. <laughs> wow. That's not with a, that attitude. We're, we're so pressed for, so press for so time. Poor, John. Uh, Duffman and Disco Stew. That's who I would do on The Simpsons. <laughs> Marshall Phillips, final thought. Tomorrow morning, right around this time, my Armstrong and Getty show sports-related injuries surgery should be wrapping up. Doctors removing the leeches just about this time. <laughs> Going under the knife. Yes. Well, we wish you well, sir. Jack, final thought. Because of the injury you sustained attempting to do push-ups in the Armstrong and Getty That's show. That's not yes. what happened at all. Yes. Your Honor. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Uh, my final thought is, uh, once again, not called for jury duty. I think there's one more day that I might get called. I'm really hoping to get in on a trial. It's sure. so interesting. Awesome. Come on! Armstrong and Getty Rabbit got another grueling four-hour workday. Come on, give us a little Bart Simpson, would you? Just a little more? Don't have a cow, man! <laughs> it's, it's dead on. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. The show's over. What? Bye-bye. Yeah, go Dodgers! Woo! Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.